Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan, and I am very excited today because we get to talk about purpose again. Y'all know I love talking about purpose. So today I am joined by a very special guest, Judy Gallick, who, you know, she's a coach too. Y'all know I love featuring coaches on this podcast, but she's a coach doing very important work in her community and honestly across the country, right? Supporting families. So Judy, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Sharika. This is such a great opportunity to have this conversation with you. I am so grateful for this. Awesome. I am so happy to have you here. And before we start talking about purpose, please introduce yourself in your own way. Sure. My name is um, Judy Gallick. I'm a life coach. I work with families of people who are struggling with drug and alcohol addiction, but mainly parents, parents um, struggling to support their you know, adult children in active addiction, early recovery, at any stage of the recovery, really, it could be um, the child living at home or there's some friction there, the child is no longer at home, but there's still some connection. So I educate the families and coach them to have a better relationship with their children. That way they can be more effective at how they are showing up and supporting recovery and stop doing all the things that hinder that process. So that is in essence what I do now. But um, I'm very passionate about reading. I'm very passionate about um, educating, um, just engaging with people. I love people. I'm a people person. Um, I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work that you're doing with families. You know, addiction is something that we don't really talk about a lot out loud, you know, um, with people in public. There's so much shame and stigma attached to it, even for the families who have, you know, children in active addiction or, you know, siblings or what have you. So thank you for the work you're doing. Um, you're you know, welcome. Yes. So as a social worker, that's my other career aside from life coaching um I've always had this admiration for folks who could do the work of working with folks who are addicted to substances and their families that hasn't been you know my area of expertise in social work but it's so needed it's so needed especially during these times oh absolutely absolutely it, it's a great honor to be doing this work I feel like it's, it's just amazing. Sometimes it's so, I get so overwhelmed with emotions. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this. And, you know, families coming to me, telling me how much better they're doing, how much better they're getting along with their children, how their children are now in recovery and doing all the right things that they had wanted for them. Um, and it's just, it's just amazing. And I think that there, there can't be enough people, like there's not enough people doing this work we need we need like all hands on deck but we all have to find our purpose and do the things that really pull out our hearts right so it's not everybody's um it's not everybody's journey to be doing what i'm doing so that i understand too but yeah thank you you're welcome and i'm so happy you brought up purpose so judy please share with our listeners and viewers 
what does purpose mean to you? Oh, um, purpose is like this, this thing that like, it's undefiable. It's more so like a feeling. Um, it's not, it's not an action word like love, I would say. Love is very like, it's an action word. You can't just tell someone you love that person. You actually have to embody love and show it, right? In a way that you can best show it. But purpose is like, it's not something that you can do. It's something that, that you feel like this energy, that's this pull from your, from your body, from your heart, your soul, like pulling you in a certain path. And it's like nothing else you do would make sense or would be enjoyable um, if you're not on that path. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> that makes total sense. It's like a magnet just pulling yeah. you towards you, right? Like a force field almost. I totally get it. Um, it's so funny. The work that I find purpose in actually overlapped into my social work career and into my life coaching career. And even when I try to like leave that work alone and I'm not doing that anymore, it still pops up in different ways, even for me as a life coach and a life coach trainer. And every single time I laugh because I can't run away from it. It has a hold on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's purpose for you, like a magnet. I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so why do you think we need a sense of purpose in our lives? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's important because I feel like it's what gives us meaning, the will to go through all the difficulties, all the chaos, all the trauma, to work through from the trauma and come out to the other end. Um, I look at it as like the jungle we have to travel through to get to the other side where there's like, you know, white sand, blue, sunny skies, and then the ocean is right there. You're like, ah, you know, heaven. But um, it's, what, it's what keeps us going. You know, if we don't have purpose, if we don't have that drive, if we're not feeling the, the magnetism to stay on the path and stay on the journey and keep ourselves alive, um, that's when we, we see a lot of people, you know, committing suicide and self-destructing. Um, because they don't feel purposeful. No, that's a lot I have to deal with. Um, and in the field that I'm in, recovery, um, parents dealing with their adult children, trying to do something like sending them to college or buying them a car, thinking that it's the thing that's going to give them purpose and you know generate that will to live for them. But um, it's not really something you can give someone else. And that's where like, some of my work comes in yeah indeed and I'm so happy you said purpose is not something you can give someone else it's definitely internal right it has to be within a person and I'm so happy you brought up like it gives meaning to life because so many of us go through you know traumatic events or tough times, or we face obstacles. And there's something about purpose that will allow you to look back on those things and find the meaning in it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the saying, hindsight is 2020. 
Like it's very real. <laughs> in the moment that we're going through the struggle, it may feel like, oh my God, you know, like somebody is torturing me, like God is punishing me, whatever their belief system is. The universe hates me. The world is against me. Everything is going wrong. Why is this happening to me? So they asking all the wrong questions because they cannot see the meaning behind their struggle. But looking back after we've gone through that, that you know, jungle, we can look back and say, ah, you know, I learned this, I learned that. And it all creates like this beautiful thing, <laughs> this beautiful experience at the end. And we can pass that on. We can share that on. Um, pass it on to other people who may be in the same situation we were in or in a situation that they're feeling hopeless and and not being able to see the way out so yeah yes I love that and you know what a lot of people struggle to you know look back on a hard or traumatic situation and find that meaning it's hard for them to learn the lesson right and to feel okay with it. I'm not saying feel okay with trauma, of course not. But to just, you know, find, this is what I call it in my life coaching, finding the lesson in the blessing, right? And finding the blessing in the lesson. Um, and it's hard. It, it takes a lot of work. And sometimes that work is with, you know, a therapist or a clinical mental health counselor and not necessarily with a life coach. But once we do some of that work and then we're able to, you know, sit back and use that 2020 hindsight, like, you know what? I did learn something from this. You know, this taught me to maybe it's to never do something again or to, you know, um, make better choices or to believe in yourself or to love yourself a little more, right? And yeah. then to use that and share it with other people is truly a blessing. And it gives us that sense of purpose. Absolutely. I love that, yes. Wow. I love how you put it. Finding, uh, you have to say that again. <laughs> I think I thought I had it, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Of finding it's finding a blessing in the in the lesson a lesson in the blessing I love yeah. that this is beautiful that's thank funny. you thank yeah. you so much but yes you know it's it's so necessary and for me I've learned that once you can you know learn those lessons and you know use it to help other folks there's a sense of peace that comes with it oh yeah Absolutely. It all makes sense. Everything makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I get it now. I see. I see why I had to go through what I went through to be where I am today and how where I am today is so much more impactful and so much more, you know, beneficial, rewarding, fulfilling all the things. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, Judy, let me ask you this. If you are, you know, working with someone and they're struggling to find their sense of purpose, are there any strategies you can recommend to them to try to find their purpose? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I love questions as a tool. I look at questions as a tool. It's a great tool to use to kind of like dig inward, like to dig inside yourself and discover all the things because everything we need is within, like all the answers are within. 
So when I coach someone, it's not me giving them like, oh, you know, do this and that, and then you'll, you'll get X, Y, Z, right? But it's really how to dig inside yourself so you can pull out the answers. So I work a lot with questions. And as a coach, I'm sure you will agree to this. Like the, the, the best coach asks the, the best questions, right? It's like the powerful questions that you can ask. But when I'm working with someone and they're struggling to find their purpose or don't know exactly you know, like why they are in the situation, parents of um, people struggling with addiction, the question they ask themselves is why me, which is a, a it's a, it's a self-destructing question. It, it's like a dead end question. It doesn't really open up any doors and, you know, give any type of um, enlightenment or anything, right? It's like, why me? It's very doom and gloom. Like this should not be happening to me, but it's okay if it happens to someone else, right? So first it's being, it's being mindful and aware of the questions that we are asking ourselves. So once we have that awareness and then deciding, okay, well, how are those questions helping me? Are those questions serving me or are they, are they like a brick wall that I'm kind of like banging my head against, you know? Um, so changing those uh, questions around, what am I learning from this? What am I supposed to learn from this experience? Um, who would I be if I did not go through this? Or who will I be after I've gone through this? So it's a lot of questions. Um, and based on the person, you know, like where they are. Um, and I want to say how deep they are. And that, you know, like in that pit and that hole of being like feeling hopeless and not being able to find purpose. Um, I feel like I'm not really giving you a direct answer. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all making sense. Yeah. Okay, good. So questions, asking lots of questions. It's one of the strategies I use and um, being mindful and awareness. Another question I, I love um, having people ask themselves is, why do I do what I do? Why am I doing what I'm doing? How does that help me? How does that help the other person? So getting clarity on that. And what are the results that I want? You know, sometimes parents think, you know, they just want to get rid of the drugs and the alcohol, thinking that, you know, it's a problem. Um, if I could just kill all the drug dealers, then the world would be a, a good place, right? And they're thinking, oh, there'd be no more, no more issues. But the, the true problem is the connection. It's the lack of connection right? It's a lack of love, even though they, they, they love their children, but how do you show up in a loving way to build and maintain connection? That way you're having a harmonious relationship with your loved ones and, and be able to hold that space. So like when, person, when, when um, someone is struggling emotionally with emotional you know, pain, then you can be there and just listen and not be judgmental and not go into fear-based thinking and stop preaching. Sometimes, you know, what people need is just a, a listening ear and, and that's it. Um, so it's a lot of questions, lots of questions. I love all of what you said. And I just want to back up a moment. You know, when you talk about the questions that a person should ask themselves, right? Questions that open doors, 
questions that don't lead to, you know, dead ends, or as you said, banging your head against the wall, right? The brick wall. Those images spoke volumes to me. So thank you for saying that. And yes, as a coach, questions. That's like the basis of coaching because we do know our clients have all the answers within them. And we have to ask those powerful questions to pull those answers out and to help them have that self-awareness and self-discovery. That's like the basis of coaching. That's why I love it so much, right? Um, because I don't have to do the work for them. It's helping the clients do the work. Um, and something else you said that resonated with me a lot, you know, helping the parents just learn to listen without judging. As a social worker, I did prevention work, um, specifically teen dating violence prevention work and sexual violence prevention work. So when I had to talk to parents about, okay, how do you talk to your young people? How do you talk to a 14 year old about a healthy relationship without judging them? without making them feel bad, without punishing them, you know, kids don't want to talk to you if you're yelling at them or judging them or telling them you, you know better than dating X, Y, Z, doing this, that, and the other. They don't want to hear that. They shut down and then they run to that dating partner you don't want them with because they're in an unhealthy relationship, but they need that love. As you said, it's the same type of concept even though, you know, these folks are dealing with addiction and not, you know, unhealthy relationships like teen dating violence, but it's the same thing. It is absolutely. And, and I would, I would agree that it's, it is absolutely the same concept. And I love how you put it, like, you know, it's the unhealthy relationship. And I see the same thing happening with, um, with the recovery field as well. Because a lot of times, you know, someone, uh, a child, let's say that person is 17, 18 or 19 years old, about to go into college. And that person perhaps was an athlete and they were getting um, great grades in school. And then they, they, they leave home and go off to college and then they meet someone who introduced them to alcohol or some type of illicit drugs. And then now they become developing, they start um, developing a habit, which ends up in addiction, right? So the parents initially will blame that person, you know, like if only Susie did not meet this guy, you know, this guy, we have to get rid of this guy. And they do all the things that, you know, push the, the child towards the person that they don't want them to be with yeah it's it's very common actually yeah yes yes indeed. Mm -hmm. yeah and it, it's so funny I remember I used to work at a nonprofit, and when I first um got into teen dating violence prevention work professionally I was under this grant that was provided by the local like ABC board so I had to do um, drug and alcohol prevention along with teen dating violence prevention. So you're taking me back, Judy, <laughs> to that work <laughs> that I used to do because I had to have those conversations, right? Like, hey, yeah. let's think about this. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. And how do we approach our young people? Absolutely. I appreciate your background. It's beautiful. It's um, it's honorable work that you do. And I can see why your heart is still attached to it, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. No matter how much I try to, you know, step away from it. I'm like, no, I don't do that anymore. Oh, I definitely still do it. Um, <laughs> I just do it in a different way now. 
but I love the work. The work has my heart. Um, it gives me purpose, right? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So Judy, do you have any just, you know, last thoughts about purpose in general and just, you know, helping our viewers and listeners, you know, find purpose in their lives? Yeah, I would say really look inward, really look inward. Um, Start finding, start asking those deep questions, like, why am I here? What is my purpose? You know, ask the question, because unless we start asking ourselves the questions and the answers don't come, right? So we have to start asking the right questions. Um, Asking ourselves these questions will, as we had mentioned earlier, discover the answers, right? Um, And really like when, when we see another person and we're judging that person as someone without purpose, that doesn't say too much about the other person. It says a lot more about ourselves. So that is something to be aware and mindful of. So if you're a, a parent or a child, or if you're a spouse, any type of relationship you have with your loved ones and you're thinking, oh, this person is just aiming aimlessly they have no purpose, really check yourself, you know, check yourself, look in the mirror um, and really do the deep work within and then be the, when that happens, we're kind of more so like uh, the, um, what's that word I want to hear? Like the, it's an example where we're walking examples of what's possible and us stepping into our purpose will show someone how, oh, you know, like there's something about this person. What is it? Um, They will see how we're moving. They will see how we're showing up, how we are being. And it's contagious, right? Yeah. Yes, indeed. It's definitely contagious. So Judy, before we end today, I do want you to share more about your work If you have any programs coming up, you know, how can people find out more information about you um, online, whether it's a website or social media, please share more about you and your business. Yeah, thank you, Sharika. This is amazing. Um, So I I love what I do. It's my heart's work. It's my it's my passion. It's my gives and purpose. It's my journey. It's, It's all the things for me. I breathe and live what I do. And I can talk about, you know, drug and alcohol addiction, family recovery, like forever. And um, it's just, you know, a lot more people need to talk about this. And addiction, you know, is not something that we're talking about enough. It's still the little dirty secret that the families try to push under the rug. Um, So if anyone has questions, concerns, even to have a conversation, you know, ask whatever, um, I can be rich on my, from my website, um, passagecoaching.com, that's P-A-S-S-A-J-E, coaching.com. They can email me from the website, Um, they can find me on social media from there as well. Um, But if they go on Facebook, Judeline Gallic, my full name. Um, I like Judy because it's nice and short and people have easier time pronouncing it. But Judeline Gallic, J-U-D-E-L-I-N-E Gallic on Facebook, on Instagram, I am Passage, P-A-L-P-A-S-S-A-J-E underscore L-L-C. Um, that's on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn too, but 
I mean, I'm hoping that if someone just put my name in Google, they will be able to find me. <laughs> but yeah. Yes, indeed. Listen, it is so nice having one of those names that people can just type into Google and they can find all the ways to find you. I have one of those names too. It comes in handy. You know, sometimes people don't pronounce it correctly, but they can always find me. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, That's thank awesome. you so much, Judy. This has definitely been a pleasure. I've learned so much. Hopefully our listeners have learned a lot, you know, and they're starting to ask themselves those deep questions for that self-discovery. Thank you so much for joining in on this episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan.